WFAE's David Borex has the story. Tariq Bakari and Larkin Eggleston call their podcast R&D in the QC. Eggleston says they hope to reach people who may not pay attention to the council. Eggleston is 35 and a Democrat. Bakari is a 37-year-old Republican. Despite their political differences, they bonded on the campaign trail in part over their beards, says Bakari. The beards themselves are what truly united us in the beginning. They hope to be an example of how to debate productively across the political divide. Episode 82 of R&D in the QC will catch you up on the last couple weeks and we'll do exit interviews with Councilman Harlow, Councilman Phipps, and Councilwoman Mayfield. Welcome to R&D in the QC, episode 82. Uh, we've got a full episode for you today. We're going to finish this show with our three exit interviews of our three outgoing council members. We just had our last full business meeting. Next Monday, December 2nd, will be our transition meeting. We're just a ceremonial meeting, uh, and Councilmember Phipps actually won't be able to join us for that, unfortunately, so tonight was his actual last night. Uh, so we'll talk to them about what they want to be remembered for the projects that they were involved in, the things they're most proud of, some of their funny memories, um, and any parting words of advice. Um, so that'll be at the end of the show, but it's been two weeks since we have talked to you, uh, partly due to my travels to Germany with the American council in Germany. Uh, we looked at the jobs of the future, how we train our workforce, um, how technology is disrupting a lot of the business models. What do the jobs of the future look like Larkin? Well, have you seen the Jetsons? Mm, just the Flintstones. Oh, uh, well, they look more like the Jetsons. Okay. Um, we did see, we actually toured a BMW plant that, um, was just mind boggling. Some of the robots, um, that are working in there, installing the windshields and stuff. It's, um, it's some of the automation, but it, you know, a lot of what we're seeing over there is how it's complementary to, um, the, the human workforce and how there's still a need for, um, highly skilled workers. It's just a different skill set that people need now. So it's really interesting. Germany does a really good job in a way that I think we have a lot to learn from in terms of how they do apprenticeships. They start um, young people on uh, work tracks earlier in life and help them build the skills to make sure that even if they don't end up with like a four-year degree, that they can get into a, a really good paying career path. And um, so that was an interesting trip. Did Last you play week, any uh, Hammerschlagen? I don't know what that is. I ate a lot of um, Wiener Schnitzel. A lot of Schnitzel. Schnitzel is. But you is didn't play Hammerschlagen. Well, I don't know what that is, so I'm going to say I probably didn't. Well, you it's a, you you have a big hammer and you hit it into a what I can only assume is a Schlagen. Not something that uh, not something that rings a bell. Okay. Um, you know I'm not a big beer drinker. I did drink some beer while I was over there. Delicious, delicious beer. Really. Um. You also came back sick. I was afraid that uh, you were going to bring did. the freaking uh, different well, different kinds of strains of H1N1. So it was uh, a very intense trip. We literally programmed from like 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day. We're in a very close quarters with um, 30 of our closest friends or so, some from Germany, some from the States. And so when like two people got sick on the trip, everyone got sick on the trip. So I got back, uh, was here for a couple of days. One of those days, literally two hours after I landed, I came and met you at the Booth Playhouse mm. at um, in Uptown, and you and I 
performed. We we t- uh, plugged it on the show a couple Charlotte of times. Charlotte has talent. We did our parody, Trolling Time, to the tune of Closing Time. Mm. And uh, as people might have seen on Facebook, we left with a trophy. Big crowd pleaser. Uh, there's Speaking video which- on Tarek's Facebook feed that shows, and no, no exaggeration here, the crowd was on their feet with their cell phone cameras so or lights on, bouncing and like waving their cell phone camera lights. True. Uh, you're going to need to bring the trophy into my office. I think you know that's got to happen, right? Well, I was thinking when I move across the hall to Greg's, we can set it where the light will hit it, and it will shine a light into the hallway. Yeah, you're thinking like the Indiana Jones movie? Have you seen that? Sort of. Have yes. you seen Indiana Actually, Jones? So I was sick like six months ago, and I was home for an entire day, which I don't think has happened. Don't say you years. watched it for the first time. Please. I watched all of them for in the first a row time? for the first time. Oh my god! Well, partly because I knew that at some point you'd ask me this question, well, I, and now I'm prepared. Is that what drives you to watch all the classic movies that you should have several decades before? D- speaking embarrassment. Of which, <laughs> speaking of which, on the way back from Germany, which is a long flight, especially mm. on the way back because you're flying into the into the Wind? Gulf Stream. Um, they had the little Lufthansa had the little personal TV set thing. Flipped through all the movies, and I was like, "Oh, here's another one that he's going to ask me about at some point. I should watch it." Yes. I saw Braveheart on the way back from Germany, and I liked it. And I like the Indiana Jones too. Although in hindsight, like looking at it today, the special effects are pretty silly. Yeah, because you were supposed to watch it back then. <laughs> well, I didn't. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Oh, um, so I've take seen our those land. Now. But they can never, never take, take our freedom. Our freedom. See, I'm ready, man. Oh wow, I'm that's ready. great. One more movie down. <laughs> okay. Um, but so. The uh, Charlotte has talent, despite my uh, wavering voice. It went really well. We won uh, for no practice, literally almost we, no we practice. We practiced in the green room. Yeah, for the, the first time we'd done the whole song together was in the green room, in front of like four hundred plus people. And you know, I'd say as always, we were fairly hilarious. I, I'd give us an A minus. We had a couple of missteps yeah, early, but, but we finished. Practice. We finished really I mean, strong. We basically did it for the first time all the way through on stage. On stage, I think it went well. And we raised. Uh, we were the top fundraiser. Almost six thousand dollars. Yeah, that's serious, man. So least of these Carolinas. Thank yeah, you for inviting great us group. to that. I missed the meeting on Monday because um, apparently, like going straight to being on stage and trying to sing loudly is not the best way to recover from being sick. So you guys had a zoning meeting. You passed the large TOD rezoning. Yeah, we rezoned the whole town. Uh, we'll be, uh, in fact, on um, Flashpoint. We recorded it last week. But myself, Tai Wo, the planning director, and Colette Forrest. Did it air yesterday or it aired Hasn't next week? aired yet. It'll air okay. next Sunday. So that that we'll discuss. There, I think, the first ever complete episode dedicated to uh, the zoning, the topic of zoning, where we also talk a lot about that rezoning that we uh, that we did. Uh, again, uh, just wish you could have been here for that milestone moment to vote for, Larkin. But I did get on the record by making sure that um, that they uh, covered it in the in the newspaper. Did you see that? Wow. Oh, that that like my st- yeah, that they, I like, a statement. Violet read a statement on behalf of of Professor Larkin. <laughs> <laughs> what I say is significant, even when I'm not here to say it. If you you knew better than to give it to me, because I'd be like, guys, I have a statement. <laughs> I have a statement I need to read. Well, I needed it to be read by someone who people listen to when they talk. Dude, I am influential. You're not even influential in your own house. Yeah, but that's different. Because <laughs> they don't listen to anybody. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Um, so then I was uh, off uh, just to make sure I still didn't recover. 
to the National League of Cities Conference in San Antonio uh, with council members Mitchell, Mayfield, and Winston. Um, it's really boondoggle season for you right now, huh? <laughs> I, I will, <laughs> great I will reiterate Germany was not paid for with tax dollars. <laughs> um, Councilman Mayfield will mention it in our interview with her, but she won a big award while we were down there, so that was really cool to be able to, to be with her for that. Um, but so it's been two weeks. Did you miss me down there? Do you wish I, I did, was there? No, no, it was, uh, you know, we had a good time at the, at the NLC conference last I year. I always enjoy and, it. I, I usually have some kind of value I take away from it. And and while I I had a good time with council members Mitchell and Mayfield, um, although, you know, I wasn't really feeling great. So as far as like going out and really exploring the town in the evening, I'm not sure I'd have had much energy to do that no matter who was there. But it's not really their cup of tea. More More daytime hangs with those guys. But, Sounds amazing. Uh, it actually was fun. We had a good time. So, uh, well, while you were gone, the reason I couldn't attend this year was I had my hashtag fix 50 upward mobility hackathon, which went great. Had the finals of that had the FinTech venture 135 venture capital conference. Uh, and, uh, and uh, also did a session with the North Carolina bankers association. So I stayed busy as well, Larkin here locally. And did you say, were you down in uh, Wil- Wilmington as well? I went to Wilmington. Yeah. That's where you're headed, right? For Thanksgiving, yes. Mm. How about you? Y'all be here. Uh, right, we'll be right here. Ladies and gentlemen, if you do not participate in the South Park Turkey Trot, you need to. Uh, it's amazing. We do it every year. It runs past my house. What is it, Tark? Well, it's a, it's where we unleash seven, 8,000 turkeys, and we just kind of running it. It's like running, running the down. bulls. It's like running the bulls, <laughs> but, but it's turkeys. all turkeys. And it's right down the, the South Park Mall area. So, no, it's a, it's a 5 and 8K um, that starts right next to the mall. And the 8K goes past my house, in fact, where I go out and um, we serve little cups of water, little cups of apple pie shooters, and I DJ. <laughs> Sounds like a blast. Um, and if anybody's headed out to the Charlotte Uptown Thanksgiving Parade, I will be riding down Tron Street in a Corvette. Oh, I thought you were going to say you'd be riding a, like a, a, turkey. a giant turkey. <laughs> Amazing, like Star Wars no, style. What, what, a... You don't know what I'm talking about, do you? No, I like on, on the Star Wars. On the, uh, the, the snow planet where they're riding that thing and then he cuts it open Still and he gets it. inside it. You never, you don't know what I'm talking you about? You could be making all this up for You could be riding one of those things. Instead, I'll be on a Corvette. Uh, so look for me. Um, An old Corvette or a new Corvette? I don't know. They just said Corvette. I Convertible. Bet a, I bet it's a new Corvette. Whatever. Um, Anything else you want to talk about here? I don't know. We had a business meeting tonight. Nothing too significant. I don't think. No. You know, this is the last episode of season one. Yeah, I don't guess we'll do one next week. We'll have our families and stuff. Even so, that would be season two. Oh, by the time we... Because we'd be sworn in. After the meeting, yes, it would be. So, yes, this is the final episode of season one. The longest show you've ever... The longest single season of a show you've ever, you've ever participated in. Two episodes, renewed. Long form seasons here. Renewed for an entire By second the season. Now I'll tell you, this is the last one of us not putting in a lot of effort and not caring about it anymore. You know, it took two years to get to this point. It's time for us to revamp this thing. We've already talked to David Borax about updating the intro since it has us as like three years younger than we actually are. Yeah. You're going to go back to some theme Larkin music. Larkin Eccleston, a 22-year-old Democrat. <laughs> a high school senior. <laughs> um, we yeah. got to get Sam Spencer to use some of his amazing voice, maybe, in some things where we, we, we need, like, buffers in between. I also want to start doing more live shows, man. We really got we out got, of that. We got into the swing of that for a while, and then we got out of it. Awesome so guests. Here's, uh, here's what we need from our listeners. 
and and then we'll take it to Ideas. our exit interviews. Tell us what you want to hear. What do you like about the show? We know you don't like the loud intro music. We'll maybe tune tune that down. We a know bit. you don't like it when we're not positive, when we're negative. We've tried to be better about that. We can't complain. Look, um, I don't know that we complained this whole episode, did we? I don't think so. Hmm. Um, so tell us what you like, what you don't like, what we can improve on in season two. Season two. Um, which I guess will start on December 9th. Uh, maybe we'll do in incoming interviews with the new members. Hmm. We've interviewed... Um, I guess we interviewed Malcolm and Victoria during the election season. Didn't get a chance to interview Renee because there were so many people running in that race. Um, so we'll do some incoming interviews with them. But um, you got two weeks to send us your ideas, either email or, or social media. Let us know what you want to see more of, less of. Guest ideas, if you've got live show ideas. Um, we're going to we're gonna throw ourselves back into uh, can make this thing bringing season two again. in with a bang. <laughs> and, uh, I didn't even mean to say that. We'll make this podcast great again, dude. I think it's still great. All right. Well, uh, unless you got anything else, I say we go to the exit interviews. Yeah. Starting with Greg Popcorn Phipps. Let's do it. Let's take it to the field. All right. Exit interview number one. We are here with the good gentleman, Gregory. P Phipps. P for what? P for popcorn. P popcorn. P also for flip phone with the PH. Flip. Welcome back to the podcast, Mr. Phipps. Man, it's good to be back, man. It's been a while, but hey, I listen to y'all all the time. I think you're lying. Mm, I don't think so. Um, and what device do you do that? <laughs> Is it plus, flip he, just, he just pulled out a Walkman. <laughs> Walk, Walkmans don't pick up the podcast, Craig. Um, so tonight is the last meeting of this council, and when we've learned, and they're very sad to have learned, that you will not be able to join us. You'll be out of town. You've got a new job that you've started. You'll be out of town next Monday and won't be here for the transition ceremony. So this is literally the last time you will be at the dais as a council member. Um, what are your feelings today um, as, as the, the end nears tonight? Uh, well, I mean, it's it's sort of a bittersweet moment. I mean, really, I thought uh, my last meeting was um, the night of the rezoning uh, hearings, uh, you know, before this one. So uh, you're saying you've, you've had two bittersweet moments. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's going to be, you know, uh, um, uh, you know, um, sort of um, a bittersweet moment uh, to, to not be on the council, having been on the council for the last six years. And, uh, you know, I retired once back in 2005, and I guess I'll get my second retirement. So I get my second skyline and second name tag. Hey, man. Yeah, what, you've done three I mean, and a half terms with a, <laughs> with a what, six-year gap in the middle or something? Yeah, right. And, and, it's, and it's ironic that, I mean, uh, I'm leaving, and, and Malcolm Graham is coming back. And, and, and the last time, it was the opposite. I mean, he was, uh, you know, he had, I was his choice when he vacated his seat back in 2005. And he went on to the state legislature, and uh, now it's like he's doing full circle, coming back to the council. So you, what you're saying is you may be back, too, oh, like no, 10, man, 20 years from now. No, no, no man. No, I, I doubt it very, very seriously, <laughs> man. <laughs> no way, so, Jose. So, huh? so what's the, as you look back on those terms, what's the, uh, what's, let's start with what's the legacy you want to have left behind? Well, I mean, I've done a lot of ribbon cuttings, man, in the district. I'm telling you, mm -hmm. we got a lot of good infrastructure, and it's and it's and it's really because I mean, we deserve it. I mean, in my in, in my area of uh, town in Northeast Charlotte, Back Creek, we didn't even get annexed into the city until 2003. 
So, you know, I look at the light rail, I mean, that, that extension that, that, that rolls through, I mean, that's definitely, uh, uh, um, you know, something I can look back on with pride and, and, and to see the development that's occurring there. And all of the other development and infrastructure that we're getting there, the growth that we're seeing in the district, especially in the University City area, that's uh, been phenomenal. Uh, you know, a lot has changed in that area since I moved in it in January of 1998. Mm. So one of the, uh, we've been seatmates for two years. Oh yeah, definitely. And uh, you, my friend, you know, I'd like to say the pleasure is all yours, but it's not. It's mine too. <laughs> it's mine too. Fips uh-huh. is sneaky funny. Sneaky funny says says a lot of funny stuff. Some of it he doesn't even mean to be funny. But a lot of it he does. But some he doesn't. That's correct. I'm gonna. I mean, I'll miss you from that perspective. Uh-huh. I also though what I'll say is, uh, you know, when you start saying things. Uh, from behind the dais at first everyone's like what what's what's he saying that's what's going on but it'll actually be a pretty interesting point that i never would have thought of like Mm -hmm. big you're always drilling into truck drivers and where they're parking (laughs) along different things when that's part of it i mean that but that talk about that something specific like i mean i mean i mean i drill into it because i i don't know why but i i've been receiving a lot of complaints in my district, about tractor trailer trucks just parked everywhere, mm. you know, on on the sides, on on the sides of uh, uh, interstate uh, entrances, ramps, and things, even across in neighborhoods. So I'm just amazed that you know the other districts they have not seen uh, you know any kind of requisite complaints in that mm. regard. So it's not that I'm just trying to dream up stuff, but I mean these are legitimate. What about concerns. the popcorn? What about the popcorn? I mean, I mean you know, I mean, hey, look, that was that that was a legitimate. Uh, 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 instance that happened that, that the person said, "Hey, look, no, we're not, we're not going to be selling any popcorn." So, do you attribute this. yourself to having but they've, changed they, them? But they came back well, and they said they are going to be selling popcorn. Yeah, yeah. Two years later, just well, they about. said that I talked to the wrong person. But you know, I mean, <laughs> we I, don't, I don't I believe that the, for a minute. I think I it was the Phipps effect that yeah. made popcorn a, I mean, a possibility. There. Yeah, I, I mean I, that that. Uh, that uh, that movie studio grill is coming on board soon. I think sometime in December. Popcorn. That it's going to be so making we, its debut. So we so we heard through the grapevine that you didn't like the nickname popcorn. Did it bother you that we called you popcorn ever since then? Who said I didn't like it, man? Yeah, so, I didn't. I didn't exactly. Who said? I, it, I, I mean, I never said anything about it. I mean, popcorn. can we still it's call weird. you popcorn after I your time? I mean, he hey, said it's weird. whatever it is, man. <laughs> he said you it's, it's dumb, but you, you gotta you keep doing it <laughs> yeah. if you want. It's, I mean, it's it's it's, it's uh, you know sometimes you got to have some levity around the dais, man, because mm-hmm. you never know what's going to happen, man. It's never it's never a dull moment for sure. All right, so we'll set aside the the year you did back in the mid-2000s. Mm-hmm. Looking at the three terms you've done now, the six consecutive years you've been on council, um, what are some of the superlatives? Is there a moment that sticks out that was either like uh, you never thought you'd get to do that in your lifetime moment, or mm-hmm. was there a council member you worked with who was – you know, the, the funniest or did some kind of a, a prank or what, or the worst. what are the memories that stick out? <laughs> I didn't figure you're willing to say who the worst council members were. What are some of the I, memories that stick out of the last six years? The things that you'll remember 20 years from now when someone asks about your time on city council? Well, I mean, I mean, I've gotten along with all the council members, so I have no qualms about the that council is true members. greg's never really a part of any yeah beef. i mean i mean i i mean Unlike james you. mitchell he was on in, in 2005 <laughs> he took a little break there back uh when i came on and then he came back so it's it's almost like he came full circle too so we've been uh serving together for for a good while so good and maybe for the uh-huh. new folks maybe yeah. some of the new folks have started listening to the pod uh-huh. what is the recipe or the secret formula for not having drama and beef with other council members 
Well, I mean, I guess it's all the part of, 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 you know, my career experiences when, you know, you're dealing with, uh, in my days with the Treasury, you know, bank examiner, we mm. always pretty much was the bearer of bad news. So you have to have strong interpersonal skills, uh, you know, just the ability to be able to, to get along with people and still deliver, uh, you know, a message that might not be too pleasant. Mm. So, I mean, it's been, I mean, you know, you got to, you know, I mean, to get, uh to get uh, um, um, uh, offended or whatever, it's a choice you can make. I mean, you can choose to be offended and you can react that way or you can choose to act differently and move on mm. and, 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 and preserve relationships and be able to work with people across, you know, party lines and different perspectives and opinions and things. So Wise you words. Know, you know, you got to be able to... Wise You got to be able to... to, to, to to be able to, to to really embrace people and, and and know where they're coming from, know what your values are, and and be able to move forward because you know, and at the end, you just can't afford to to be holding any grudges uh, among you know, the, among the team. Upon further reflection, I'm thinking about it, and not only has Greg stayed above the fray on any of the interpersonal conflicts uh, that can occur from time to time on council, but for all of us on this hallway, I feel like almost every single person has had a, uh, some citizen come down and either say something negative about him at the at the uh, public forum or we get emails that say something negative about a council person. I don't think I've ever heard a citizen say anything negative. Now, some people, some of, some folks on my side <laughs> well, of the you aisle... you got to go to the right the Some, right some folks on my side of the aisle... <laughs> You know, have have given him a hard time about being a moderate from time to time, but never heard anybody say anything negative moderate. about Greg. I'd never heard conservative described as moderate before. <laughs> hey, look, you, 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 I mean, maybe not from the not from the speaker's platform, but hey, man, you should see some of these emails I get, man. Mm. I mean, that some of them could be vicious, you know. They're some not going to know what they take. got till it's gone, man. That's true. I, know, I mean, you a know, week from so. now, they're going to be like, "Where's Phipps?" <laughs> right? That, Where's I mean, Phipps? That's, that's yeah. not untrue. Look at all these trucks parking <laughs> on these exit ramps. <laughs> that is not Where's untrue. Phipps? That is not untrue. But yeah, man. I mean, it's it's. Uh, I, I think the new council is going to have some challenges ahead of them. I mean, we're growing, and uh, you know, and I don't know if our infrastructure is not keeping up. The cars keep coming. We got all these people moving here. The only thing they're bringing are, are their cars, mm -hmm. and so it's it's going to be it's going to be interesting, man. Well, why so, didn't you hey, fix that before you left? Hey, man. It's it's a it's a it's a, you know. Two more years? What's another two years going to look like, man? If we had four, maybe, but hey, man. Do you feel bad that Larkin's in there already, like, measuring your office and, like, moving his stuff into <laughs> well, it? Well, I thought he was too pleased. I mean, I didn't get that office till maybe the beginning of my third term, so he at least He's needs jump, one more term ahead. before you can get he in there, He needs more man. experience. I would agree. Oh, yeah, man. I'm telling you. You know what I'm talking about. But, I mean, hey, I, I've grown into nice my office. role a little faster than you did, Greg. <laughs> so can you but tell, it's a good office, can huh? you tell, uh, Can you tell our listening audience about your next uh adventure your next endeavor that you're undertaking now that you're leaving council yeah i've, I've decided to, i've joined the an international financial services consulting firm for large banks alvarez and marcel and uh and what's interesting about it is i would have joined a long time ago had i not gotten a call from michael barnes you know back in january of 2013 he he was contemplating uh, running at large, you know, and he had held this district four seat for at least four terms, and I was sure that he was gonna, you know, that he was gonna go ahead and and, and take this seat, but you know, keep a, a safe seat. But he decided to run at large, and he became mayor pro tem. But uh, I was gonna take about three months off after retiring in that April of 2013, and uh, 
go back to work with my former Treasury colleagues, and I got to see a lot of them last week. It's like a deja vu all over again. I mean, it's, it was great that uh, so many people I've worked with over my years at Treasury uh, working together there, but but uh, I'm I'm uh, I'm looking forward to it, and uh, I'm I'm just going to be part time, so I get to pick my assignments, and it just so happens this assignment uh, pretty much will last a year. So Michael but, Barnes ruined your life, is what you're oh, saying? No, he didn't ruin my life. I mean, he just <laughs> postponed the inevitable. Thanks, yeah. Barnes. So, uh, yeah. uh, but uh, but it's a good opportunity, uh, um, you know. So I uh, just hey, sometimes you you gotta you gotta grab these opportunities when they come. True. True. Yes. Well, congratulations yes. on the new opportunity, and um, we have enjoyed the two years working with you. You will be missed. I'm glad I. The only thing I'm glad about is that I get your office, but <laughs> but we, we will a, miss it's you. It's a loss. It's a loss for sure. Um, I, I gotta uh, tell you, you were you were always one of the uh, the steady voices on council, and uh, and for that we appreciated you. I think the council. I'm I'm leaving at a time. Uh, the council will be in good hands. We got three new people coming on. Uh, and uh, you know, a, a solid team there. I just hope everybody can get along together and uh, and and move the city forward and uh, in a way that everybody can be proud. Well, well, we are proud to have gotten the opportunity to to spend a term with you, and uh, you'll always be a friend of the pod and a friend of ours. And we hope you'll still come around from time to time when you're busy financial. Uh, global domination, whatever it is you're doing now, <laughs> yeah. allows. And hope you listen to this episode, and maybe oh, some in the yeah, future next time definitely. you turn you your need, microwave on. If yes. you need us to show you how to listen to this episode, Tar can do that after uh, we stop uh, rolling. Yeah. <laughs> he he knows exactly what he's doing. That's right, man. I've Sneaky been fits, to dude. Y'all. He sneaks in there, does things you don't even realize. That's right. He's a podcast enthuse. I am. So what number is this now? 82. Oh, okay. Can you believe that? 82 yes. episodes? Man, it's called I'm dedication, Phipps. I mean, when are y'all going to break 100, man? This year or what? No? Well, that's well, not how weeks 18. work. It's about <laughs> 18. 18 more. <laughs> okay. But it, I, I, it should be around March. Oh, okay. We're, we're thinking You know, March. we got renewed for a second season. You might have heard. Season okay. two, okay. R&D in the QC. Yes, I saw It's coming it. in. It starts uh-huh. in about a week. Great. Yeah. I'm telling yeah. you, man. Well, I wish y'all the best of luck. And, we wish uh, you hey. the best. Well, we're you glad know, you're here tonight. We we'll get one is, more meeting with you, and uh, oh, yeah, we'll we'll have to we'll have to catch up with yep. you soon. So this has been your exit interview. There's going to be an officer right outside the door who's just going to walk you straight out. That's <laughs> per protocol. Um, but we appreciate your time here. Your things oh, are in yeah. a box. They've so, been yeah, boxing man. them while we're doing this interview. <laughs> All right, that's Thanks Greg. For coming on, Greg. Exit right. interview. He's Thank out. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. All right, exit interview number two. We are here with the one, the only, the incomparable Councilwoman Luana Mayfield. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you very much for inviting me back. So, unlike Greg, we uh, this is not the last time we'll see you. We'll all be together, minus Greg, next Monday for the transition ceremony, um, which will just be a chance for us to thank you for all your work. But we wanted to get you on here. You have been on council for the last four terms, eight years, and get some of your favorite memories, some of the <laughs> things that you hope will be um, good, bad, or ugly, and some of the things that you hope will be your legacy, the things that you're most proud of in terms of the work you've done in these last eight Lots years. Lots happened in eight years. A lot has happened in eight years, and to be perfectly honest, some of my legacy work is still happening now. You're going to see it truly in the next few years because two-year terms, you just don't get a chance to get everything out. We have the CLT Plus app. That took that was four years in the making. Me working on that. I by the way, I've gotten a lot of my constituents to download it. They like it a lot. Exactly, mm-hmm. but it's that was four years in the making. Me starting 
on that conversation earlier this year, I say what, three months ago, in everyone's water bill, the insert finally went in to help offset the costs in case there's a water main break on your property that we keep telling residents this is your responsibility, whether construction across the street or around the corner may have triggered it or not. That was five years in the making. A lot of people don't realize these conversations started a long time ago. It's honestly too much for me to name any one or two things that I'm proud of. I'm proud of all the work that I've done, but one that's going to stand out and top, of course, is going to be Charlotte Premium Outlets because I asked for only two specific things at the outlet. And one of those two finally opened up a week ago, and that is the fact that Charlotte Premium Outlet, you all are very welcome, yes, has a Columbia store. Mm. Yes. Why do you assume we like Columbia? I am saying that to all of you that are listening because I love Columbia, and I just just a month and a half ago went to Portland (laughs) to hang out with good friends of mine and also to hit the Columbia store. (laughs) What about uh, TLC and CLT? Right. No, it is TLC by CLT. By CLT. So my targeted rehab program, again, these are conversations three to four years in the making. So many years ago, we had an evaluation back in 2011. And that property evaluation coupled a lot of communities and it devalued, honestly, a lot of communities. And you can clearly see the writing on the wall with the growth that was happening that when a new evaluation came out, everything's written down. And people just take the time to come and look at our 2020 plan, look at the 2018 plan, look at the 2040 plan. It tells you what the expectation is. And if you know that there's an expectation of growth within five-mile radius of uptown, Who lives within that five miles? It was a lot of the same residents and communities that were devalued in property. What does that look like? That means even if you wanted to do a repair in your home, you could not qualify for a refi because your home value was coming back at $30,000, $40,000. Well, fast forward eight years, you now have during that eight-year period homes through code enforcement that have been demolished, leaving vacant land. You have homes that have received multiple code citations with no assistance to help with repairs. You now have homes that have sold for $500,000. Well, the targeted rehab program, which was condensed to TLC by CLT, Tender Loving Care, is direct correlation to the plan of helping people to age in place and stay in their homes and to help stabilize some neighborhoods before all of the new development came into the area. So what are you most proud of? What's your, what, if you had to say one thing over eight years that is the legacy you were most proud to leave behind, what would you say that is? Staying black in politics, to be perfectly honest. I mean, at the end of the day, the issues and the concerns that Did I brought forward. Did you have any option? I mean, could you have like... No, there's <laughs> options every day. Because here's the thing I need you and others to realize. There's an equity lens that we never talk about. So just because you have people of color on council, however you identify, if you're not attempting to govern with the equity lens, the only thing you're doing is showing up what helped to create the poverty issues that we have on the ground. 
That equity lens is important because you have to acknowledge that legislative policy was created to ensure that when the GI Bill happened, blacks could not get access to the GI Bill. Redlining and blockbusting was very real. The banking system is very real. When you look at a home appraisal, that whole industry is more than 90% white. And it's directly connected to the mortgage company. You don't get to pick your home appraiser. So if that appraiser, whatever they submit, and if they have any bias, that home is going to be appraised a lot lower than another home that's built a block and two blocks over just based off of your bias. So, yeah, it's very important. And what I'm most proud of is that you might not have liked the fact that I addressed it, but equity was always at the forefront of all my votes. It was Larkin who wasn't appreciative. I was very appreciative. Mm-hmm. So I, think that, I remember your votes. Keep that in mind. <laughs> so I think that actually transitions well into to another question, which is you have always been someone who is willing to make others uncomfortable to to have a conversation that might not otherwise be had. And one of the things that I tell anybody who's ever asked and wants to listen is I don't have to always agree with Luana, but I know she's always being genuine. She's always speaking from the heart and I can take to the bank if she says, um, for instance, a vote we had last year where there was one person who said from the get go, I can't support this. That was you. Um, I think yeah, every- we're talking about that RNC. <laughs> so <laughs> I think that f- even when I disagree with you, it's nice to be able to come to you and know that you are genuine about where you stand and why you stand there. And I'll, I'll second that. I totally um, agree. You, we always know where, where you stand from the beginning. And that is, I mean, that's important. But I think there's another piece to that is I don't make my decisions based off emotions. I make my decisions based off of information and research and facts. It wasn't about the convention. It was about the impact on our city and what we've seen under this current administration. And the fact that we were having conversations that tried to do a comparison, it wasn't an apples to apples it wasn't even a fruit versus fruit comparison. <laughs> so, my, so the challenge of, was, is was like how do we versus don't, versus don't get tar started on versus idiocracy. That's what it was. The well, <laughs> so there's been yeah. so many, my, there's been so many damn. things where, like I said, you're, you're, you're comfortable making other people uncomfortable to have conversations that might not otherwise be had. That has led to a lot of criticism of you over the years. Do you think that's been unfair? Is that something that you knew if you were going to have those uncomfortable conversations that was going to come along with it? that criticism so here's a reality do either of you like the work of tim wise do you think he's written yes. good reports uh, i'm sorry i don't I even don't, think you even know who tim wise is i might so here's the challenge white america can write a book or be the expert on the plight of black america on poverty on the causes But when you have a black person speaking to the issues that's happening in the black community, there is always pushback. We can trace that back through history. You can look at people's opinion of the Black Panther Party and discount or attempt to discount the work that they did in community that actually fed single mothers, put fathers back in the household, created jobs versus the KKK but yet one of these two is actually listed in our records as a terrorist organization. But it's not the one that walks around with white hoods on and they have actually terrorized people. 
So I already knew that there would be some pushback. I had no idea to the level it would be. Yet that goes back to what I am most proud of. It is staying black for the simple fact that I have seen too many times those who have run for office to say that they want to be the voice of or stand next to alongside and support the black community. And then every vote that they support has done nothing but to further disenfranchise that same community that they're asking to put them in office. You you have a, a relatively, I've really only known you deeply for the last two years. What I would classify as a, as a real thick skin. Like, I mean, yeah. I'm being kind <laughs> when I say that. Like, so, I mean, you know, you and I have not always agreed on things. We've always kind of hugged it out after stuff. And I think the world of you, uh, despite our, some of our disagreements, but I, one thing I look at you and I say, man, I wish I was better at that is just like you, you let a lot flow off of your shoulders. You know what I mean? Like just kind of roll off your back. Um, Tark internalizes that stuff. I do. I do. And it, it like bothers the hell out of me. Now I, I feel a little tougher now than maybe two years ago, nowhere near where I should be. Like did it eight years ago, did a different Luana walk in here? Yes. I mean, that's the other piece is understanding that you don't know what you don't know. You can be a candidate all day. Once you're elected, you are now the policymaker. And a lot of people don't know how to do that transition. We are everything under the sun but the child of God or the child of a higher power. We are walking, talking dartboards for anybody, thanks to social media, to say whatever. What I always challenge people on is just like you have an opinion and like a rump, we all got one, even though that's a nicer version because on my show it would be the actual version, but this is probably PG. So we all have an opinion. Just like you feel like it's okay for you to share yours, I don't know why people think because we're in elective office, we now put our opinions up on the shelf, that I'm no longer supposed to have an independent thought or an independent question. I'm supposed to just go along with whatever the party says or the collective or the powers that be, whoever these imaginary powers are, you are no longer supposed to be you. You cannot go out to dinner anymore. You and your wife can go out without someone walking up more often than not, totally disrespecting the fact that y'all are sitting there having dinner and start hitting you with questions to tell you what they don't like about you mm -hmm. or like about your vote. And there are times where you want to tell them, well, I don't really like you either right now, so I need you to back away from me. But you, but policy says you can't you've say said that. that many times. <laughs> I just the way it came out, I feel like you've done that. I have done it with my looks since I do, and I have a poker face. So, and I have shared. Thank you for sharing your opinion, but you can send me that Monday through Friday um, between these hours because right now, write it on a piece of paper. Right now, I'm holding it. Right now, because here's the thing: I did internalize a lot of it. I still internalize a lot of the. Work I internalize when I'm not able to help someone. I'm not internalizing you complaining because you didn't like the way I voted. You know your voting record is public record. So I can easily look to see if you voted at all. And more often than not, the people who do the, the most complaining are the, ones that vote the least. are the ones who don't even take your butt to the polls. The ones that love to say, we'll vote you out. Well, if you I can be the catalyst, 
If I could be the catalyst for you to go out and get people to get their lazy butts out the house to vote, then so be it. That's one of my favorite things that I ever heard about <laughs> Pat Cotham on county commission yes every time she responds to someone or she gets the, she looks up their voting record and she like says like well you voted and everything that's a like that's first of all it's a time commitment yeah. to do that <laughs> but she also say well considering you haven't voted since the 2013 election <laughs> i'm surprised that you're even following that's this awesome. issue <laughs> so you mentioned the uh your your X-rated version of a local political podcast. Make, make a plug. I think it was like an R. For, uh, <laughs> right. right. Well, I don't know. It's TBD. So I have a actual uh, YouTube video podcast that is on the Square Media Network where my show is Unapologetically Black with Luana Mayfield. So we have a live video podcast. It's also on Facebook. We're on Stitcher. It is a part of a network that's growing. I am thankful that I was one of the third artists. Been doing that since March, only twice a month because of this little all-consuming part-time job of ours. So that honestly was a way to keep me from going off on Twitter as much as I needed a space to share what's going on on the ground. (laughs) I can go off in an hour and a half discussion (laughs) with people to talk about real issues. 280 characters just won't do it. Won't they will not. That's when you go. So you're like the black Pat McCrory basically. Oh no, I'm so much better than him because I actually come with facts. (laughs) So what time does it air? You're right. I'm right. So you're going to pick at our colleague. So here's the great thing. Since mine is a video podcast that is live, mine is at 7 p.m. second and fourth Wednesdays of the month. But then you can watch it at any time. So this coming Wednesday night, we're actually talking about wealth creation as people are going home to visit families. As you're having Thanksgiving dinner with grandma and great aunt, do you even know what a ladybird did? is do you understand the importance of owning that land do you have y'all had a conversation are there back taxes oh what's happening in our city right now so we just got to have some different conversations i'd like to come on one day i'd like to come on and, and have some some constructive dialogue mine's talk. in the evenings I, hey, first of all i'm gonna need you to tune in and watch a couple of shows i've so. seen a, I've, I've dropped in on a couple just out of competitive curiosity really what podcast other this other podcasting town <laughs> yeah right What's i think they're, they're not competition they're complimentary <laughs> no, people can listen to both yeah exactly um, because we have different things that we're talking about yeah. and if no other time in the nation so this is where i would give your favorite person some credit because i'm not going to give him a whole lot but under this administration there is no better time than for you to have a small business to create a business to get your ideas out there than right now. Hmm. So I would give that credit to the administration because I am seeing a lot more opportunities for people to create their own business once they are able to maneuver the multiple obstacles than I've seen in a long time. So besides continuing on with your video podcast, what is next for Lawana mm, Mayfield? Good question. Whatever the universe has for me. I, I have am a, so open. I have a hunch. I have a hunch. I don't. Maybe you don't even have thought that far ahead. I feel like you, you in the back of your mind, would love to be congresswoman. Yeah, never was my no? goal. I don't say it's your goal. That. I'm just saying. I feel. Yeah, I never. feel that. I've heard that, that a lot from a lot of people. What I want to be is independently wealthy. Mm. And because, government's not the way to do it. And government is not the way to <laughs> here, do that. Here. Because when I control, when we control our financial destiny, we have a lot more control over how we help our communities. 
so I will have a better way with all of the knowledge that I've gained over these eight years, the relationships that I built, I will be able to help my community a lot more when I can direct funding places where it will be able to multiply and triple. So are you going to That means Lawana Mayfield's a free agent. Free agent. Are you going to Resume's of, updated and ready to go. Think of yourself. I do not have one of those. At maybe, this point in my life, it'll be a conversation, not a resume. Over the next two years, let's just say, not, not long-term, two years, are you thinking of yourself going back to your more kind of community activist title? I never left it. But, but you took on not inside the, title. The, the, the machine here. Not the You're, title, you, but the work. The work. But in a very different way because of the skills and the relationships that I've learned regarding maneuvering within local government both locally looking at statewide government, even looking at maneuvering with the national government, how do we change some of these conversations? So being much more intentional in who I share my information and my knowledge with. Final question. What will you miss most out of the, the, what you've been doing the last eight years here versus not coming in here on a day-to-day basis? Helping the community. To be perfectly honest, because that's all it's ever been for me. I, whenever I run into someone and they're thanking me because I was able to make a positive impact and it's someone we never physically met, everything was done via telephone or a text message or email where I was able to connect them to the resource that they needed and I was actually able to do something good for them. That is what I'm going to miss more than anything else. And that shouldn't have been the final question. The final question should have been, what am I not going to miss? Well, let, what, are you not gonna miss? what are you not going to miss the most? I am not going to miss the idea of people on the dais repeating what <laughs> several of their colleagues already said. But hold said on. They because you said need to have your you need to have your airtime. But you've contributed oh. absolutely nothing do people to really the contribution to the conversation. Girl, you've added here, no here. additional information. I am not gonna miss <laughs> notes saying I need more airtime. I am not going to miss <laughs> us pandering to nonsense opposed to just voting and moving on. I'm not gonna miss people not actually going to a training. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna miss plenty of my colleagues on city council. I am gonna I'm miss scared the to work. ask if you're gonna miss us. <laughs> I am no, gonna don't. miss the work. I am not that going no. to miss the games that people play in politics and the fact that some forget that we are public servants, mm-hmm. key being servants. Well, and I would like to acknowledge before we wrap up that um, Luana and I, along with a couple other folks, were down in San Antonio, and I got to be at a luncheon where Luana received the highest honor that the National Black Caucus of Local Elected Officials bestows on a member every year. Uh, the name of it escapes me. Mary Gordon. The Mary Gordon Award. So that was really cool. Um, and it is um, it is a reminder how much work you do outside of the government center because when we're in San Antonio and people from all over the country know her because of her involvement with National Black Caucus with Democratic municipal officials with National League of Cities. Um, It it is a great uh, help to our city for all those relationships that you built and all the the fruit that they have yielded. And uh, you've been like a sister to me while we while we've butted heads sometimes. Uh, I've always loved you. I've loved working with you. And like I said, I could always take whatever you said to the bank, and that means more to me than than a lot of things about people. So and And that's what family does. We fall out. We've never butted heads, me and you. So that's what family does. We fall out. We figure it out. And yeah. we're like, okay, now where are we going to go eat? 
and the, and, the, and I think the broader point there is you can you can I think the the lesson I'm learning after the last two years that I've gotten to spend with you is you can be diametrically opposed on an issue or a topic or a vote or a position whatever and you can still be cool if you're yeah. a good person yeah. you know what I mean and you're uh, despite all those other things and where we've butted heads you're a quality person I always knew whenever we stood up no matter who was yelling or what was happening. Uh, that we were going to be cool one way or another. And that just speaks to your character, and I appreciate you. But I appreciate both of you. Y'all came in, and this is drinking water from a fire hydrant. Mm. You have to learn a lot. So I'm going to ask you to give yourself some grace, but don't forget that it's not one segment. It's the collective. And when we make votes, we're impacting everyone. So if even if it's only occasionally, if you can look through that equity, lens you can create a city that everyone can be proud of and not just some people that's a great great spot to end on right there Luana you will be missed we have enjoyed our two years with you and I'm sure we will still be seeing plenty of you around and maybe we can come on your video podcast sometime Mm mm-hmm Seven o'clock at night. I'll send y'all info. All right. That's right before my bedtime. So that's that's good. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, exit interview of Lawana Mayfield complete. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. We're in here with our third and final exit interview for our outgoing council members. One of the members of the fresh five. No. What? What? No. We were the Fab Five, the fab dude. Five. The Fresh Five is the one that's about to get all thrown out of office. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the Fab Four or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. What yeah. were we? We were the Fab Five. We were yeah, the like, Fab yeah, Five, yeah. dude. Remember the, the Fab Fresh Five? The Fresh Four were the ones who tried to like steal our funk and create a name. Yeah, that didn't work. And that it didn't, didn't catch work. On. Yeah, it did not. Our name barely didn't either because I don't even remember it. Well, but anyway. I uh, remember the Fab Five, Fab the one Five. and only Doc J from D2. The second best basketball player on the squad. Mm, the smudgy? Best. Me. Oh. oh. <laughs> good thing no one watched the games. <laughs> yeah, there were no good basketball players on well, that Well, yeah, but at least we showed up. Doc J really didn't show up a lot. Hey, man, look. We I were counting the, on you, I showed up to the first game of each season. <laughs> okay, that's fair enough. After that, you know, try to create a little momentum. So it's just like this term, right? Yeah, showed up for this term. You did, <laughs> and then bailed. And then bailed. Bingo. You're like, yeah, that's about about enough. So, are, are you? Uh, how are you feeling? Because I bet you're probably feeling a little mixed inside as it relates to you've got this big opportunity that was unforeseen, but you're also pretty creating good at a counsel, hashtag. You know? One term Harlow. How does that feel? Oh, that's, yeah, creating that's trending own. on Twitter tonight. Yeah, One term Harlow. Good, all press is good press, right? <laughs> How are you feeling inside about um, you know, this? You know, I, I am. Uh, it is. It is a mixed bag. Um, you know, I got my got my dinner uh, briefing, action review, nameplate today. Took the name off the door down the office. We cleaned the office out last week. Um, it's been uh, so. You know, as you just clean up. We we're talking about turning in phones and iPads and all that stuff. And uh, they're kind of you know just. Hey, one thing I would not miss when I left City Council is that iPhone. <laughs> is the phone? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can have two, that. Two phones has been interesting. Yeah, but but I, I will say, man, I, there's a lot I'm gonna miss up here. Uh, I love this type of work. I, I love you know the interaction, not just with you know folks like you guys and other colleagues, but the the community and and, and the back and forth that goes into that and policy making. Uh, I will not miss any of the zoning stuff. So nothing, nothing's no. You were. So good at no that. Te- no tear will be shed there. But uh, I, you know, this is uh, this is something I've enjoyed for two years for sure. I will say you did a good job even before you knew you weren't running for re-election of um, being very frank and honest, which I think 
Sark and I try to do ourselves in our districts, but that was one thing I appreciated. There was a vote, maybe our second or third zoning meeting, and you kind of stuck your neck out on one and said, you know, listen, I know I'm hearing this from the community, but I think it was an affordable housing play. And um, so definitely, as, as I said to Luan, I've always respected you because we know if you tell us something, you mean it and you're a man of your word and you're, you're, you're not going to do something just because you think, it, it gains you a vote or whatever, but yeah, it's just so important that for us, you know, particularly on this local level, we, we're so close and in, in, um, in contact with the community and maybe unlike some other levels of government. So, you know, people just want to see authenticity. They want to see you be genuine. Um, even if they don't agree with you or if you don't agree with the community all the time, you give that type of authenticity. I think people can respect that. People will forgive you for disagreeing with them. They won't forgive you for lying That's to right. them. So what, what would you, People might laugh and say, like, oh, legacy after two years. What would you think that would be? But I, I'll tell you, sitting here, I'm sure Larkin probably feels the same way. The two last few years feel like about 10. <laughs> say, I mean, it feel like it's hard to imagine that first day of work we showed up here two years ago Literally. and that two years has passed in that amount of time. Part, partially, it feels like it flew by, but then also partially, it feels like we've been doing this for a long time. So what, as you look back over those two years, what are the – memories that most stick with you what are the legacies or things you've started that you are proud extra proud of sure man yeah no definitely time felt like it moved a little slow sometimes up here Mm -hmm. um things get very busy very hectic um got some gray hairs don't look quite like larkin yet but you know um, he came in looking like that (laughs) i'm certain i got more now than i did two years ago we are too yeah (laughs) (laughs) definitely thanks man and you're fatter I, I thought that. I was going to miss Justin. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I'll say this. Um, you know, aging in place was always the the concept in my mind is one of the campaign things I ran on. Um, I didn't know what we were going to call it at the time, but trying to create some level of tax relief for anti-displacement. Um, and so to be able to get that in, I think, is, is definitely uh, probably a, a legacy point uh, for me in just this short term. Um, you know, I think some other things is just trying to put an economic development scope on the west side. Uh Opportunity zones have probably helped with that, for better or worse. We'll see how that plays out long term. Um, but things like Urban Main Program, the Pro Neighborhoods Program we're doing, and trying to reevaluate how we do corridor grants and facade grants and things. And I know some of that's still working its way through ED, but um, while that's still in the pipeline, I think you know it's trying to say, hey, let's identify these areas that have been traditionally disinvested in, very similar to what Opportunity Zones are doing, to see how the city can participate um, and help drive job growth and and um, you know as we have this conversation around economic mobility, how can we take part in that, um, particularly in District 2? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm, I'm happy to, to put some stuff on the table, get something permanent like aging in place in, and hope that you guys continue to fund that through the budget, um, but also for some things uh, just coming down the work. I think people just want to see activity um, going on in their communities, and they know that, hell, okay, yeah, their government's working for them. I thought for the first, like, week you guys were talking about that program that you were saying Asian in place, and I was like, <laughs> like, Asians, in place like me you didn't really think that no i did but i I do kind of think that like it sounds like that that's what's being said glad to contribute to this conversation edit that part out nope (laughs) asian in place uncut and raw all right so in the two years what's uh what's one of the lasting like lighthearted memories you'll take with you or uh what was a moment where you're kind of like oh man i never would have never dreamed that something like this would be uh would be happening to me was there something that you'll leave with as a lasting fond memory um you know 
I'm just trying no. to think now. No, in fact. <laughs> there are no fond memories of this place. Well, I'm mean, on the cover of the Wall Street Journal. That, 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 I, I appreciated being shown around Atlanta by a hometown fella. You know, that that there's there's a good point there. So, you know, having the um the inner city visit, so our first inner city visit in um in Atlanta last year. Yeah, huge, right? Be able to show you guys around. All of it. Yeah, I'm loving it. Thanks for Big the idea. Time. Big time. Um, you know, there's a lot that we can't say probably on this microphone. Um, no, we can say not. it all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, um, I, you know, just you know, good times at, at the retreat, uh, yeah. both retreats that, that we had out in Durham and Raleigh um, and, and being able to kind of, you know, get away from this environment. I think is, is yeah. very helpful. I hope that, you know, future councils and you guys encourage the manager to say, hey, let's keep having retreats away. I think that that's important. Um, of course, the popcorn fips thing mm. that just happened to stick so quickly. Big, big. <laughs> and, and it came full circle it's, a couple of weeks it ago. It literally did, you know? yes, with the, with the SMG We asked lady. him when we interviewed him earlier today if he minded that name, that nickname, and he said he thought it was uh, He's like, nah, he but thought it's it was dumb. dumb but he, he's like, I don't mind it. Well, that means he minds it. You know, and the mayor taking the whole first year of the term to figure out how to pronounce your name, you know, that... She still hadn't fully gotten it. (laughs) You know, but either way. Um, But, but, I mean, you know, good memories up here. Just walking the halls here. Half the people don't even know that this corridor of offices exists. Um, And so, you know, a lot goes on back here, just kind of joking around, throwing stuff at each other, you know, kicking back, having some drinks with each other Mm. after meetings, um, before meetings. We really stopped doing that. (laughs) Just after, <laughs> yeah, yeah, not before. What are you what are doing? You, like, burning here? it down you know, on the we, way out. We have to stay. You know that, right? <laughs> we don't lay, drink. Just lay in the, the breadcrumbs, guys. <laughs> just lay in the breadcrumbs. So good. All right. So we, we're you're telling all your secrets. Um, so what is um, what is what is the future of public? We know what the future of of dentistry looks like for you and your family and your your partners what does the future of uh public service look like for you the mayor's already asked me to join a some citizen transit board that she's creating um that uh is going to come out and start looking at some things around silver line and the larger cats uh 2030 plan and and other light you're gonna be a hot commodity for uh Um, for a random board (laughs) appointment i've gotten some board uh uh, requests already um some i've denied some i'm not sure about yet but uh it's interesting how those corporate board requests kind of come in, and I guess that's the next step. I need oh, to get wow. on the consulting life like like Phipps, though. But, so uh, you're just cashing out. Nah, they're all unpaid. so It's like, <laughs> no. it's like a Hunter Biden situation. Not quite. But, uh, <laughs> unpaid corporate boards? Yeah. But, but kind I, of low-rank corporations? Yeah, right, exactly. Right. All, they're all nonprofits for the most part. <laughs> that's not a corporate uh, board. You know, I, I'm going to stay involved. I, I, um, I kind of it did kind of come full circle for me i I attended my neighborhood the biddleville smallwood community organizations uh last meeting of the year last week and that was probably kind of my last public appearance as elected official and you know that's kind of where it all started for me i did tell them i'm not joining rejoining the neighborhood board but i'm gonna get back involved just on the local kind of you know street by street level in the neighborhood um and I'll stay involved with what's going on here in the city. Um, you know, state politics, I, I hope, just my own ideology will probably change up maybe a little bit in 2020. Mm. Um, you know, it's tough, though, to think about anything future beyond. Who's your, beyond state, who's your state senator? Well, technically, uh, well, Jeff Jackson no longer is with the new uh, with the new line, so Mujtaba Muhammad is my Ooh. state senator. Yeah. I think that's the switch I just got uh, made, too. I believe mine went from Jackson to... Muhammad. And who's yeah. your house rep? Carolyn State? Logan. 
Mm, yeah. Okay. So, um, so we'll, we'll see, you know, I, I want to stay involved in this stuff. My family, well, my wife knows I want to stay in And that's what I say, you know, yeah. this, this is a weird state where, you know, the largest city is not the capital. Um, you know, come from Atlanta, all the government is, is there, uh, here, you know, Raleigh two and a half hours away. They never go out of session basically. So it's a little different than how it used to be. Um, and so it's, it's, it, that would be tough, but you know, I, I'm looking, you know, to, I'd love to come back to this work, not necessarily the council work, maybe the council work. Uh, but I, I love being around locally right now, watching the kids grow up, gets to go home every night still. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. We can put you on the planning commission if you want to still do the work <laughs> and get paid even less. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, your right. favorite topic. My favorite just, topic. Just do that. Mm-mm-mm. If y'all are smart, you will take the mayor's suggestion up and have planning and zoning kind of handle all the rezonings. And if there's one you want to pull, you pull it. But it make your nights a whole lot faster on third Mondays. I don't mind that. So last question, who did you hate most to work with? That's what, that's name the name. <laughs> Say their name. Greg and Luana both did it. Really? They said you. Oh, man. It was, well, it was Greg and Luana in that case. Um, I will say this. They I'm, didn't say it before you. You've been blurting <laughs> random things out, so let me just jump out here real quick. I will say <laughs> that, you know, there are some difficult people to work with up here. Um, I'm not going to say any names. Uh, they probably know who they are. He knows. Um, they just say their initials. He or yeah. she probably knows who they are. Uh, but... You know, I L. think that, you know, with this new council, e. there's some new folks coming in. And, um, you know, I think with second terms, people feel like, okay, I don't have to tiptoe around as much anymore now. So maybe there can be some Wait, better is that working, what we've been doing? working better relationships. <laughs> this has been tiptoeing. Which of the three new people are going to be the worst? I will say this. I, I'm excited. I, I've gotten to know, um, I know Victoria pretty well. And, and I know Malcolm answered. pretty well. I don't know Renee as, as well, but I've had some conversations with her lately just since in this interim time. I think they're all so going to serve very well. Uh, they're all getting, you know, we've got three districts, very, very big districts in parts of the community that really need strong representation. Mm. We're getting strong representatives out of all of those districts. So I'm excited to watch from the outside. I'll come to some public forums here. They'll send some emails to you guys. Come say, and bark, speak in a bark, public forum. I'm going to speak at a public forum. I'm going to come s- to the budget when you public send, hearing. When you send <laughs> emails to us, make sure you copy everybody and put it all in caps. That's it. All that's that's, yelling, that's yeah. how you make sure we notice it. Yep. Agreed. And get and get a, a hundred other people to write the same exact message to you. Right? Preferably, <laughs> please, please. Anything else you want to leave us with uh, as you close out? Is, is there uh, for people who are looking at becoming Harlow Dentistry customers? Are you expanding the brand? Yeah, look, man, we're gonna put a plug out there. Um, you know, since I can do that now, um, and it not seem so conflicty. Uh, we're closing on a practice December twentieth. Um, mm. it'll be in the Elizabeth community, right? Practice? On the Elizabeth. <laughs> right on the Elizabeth Chantilly line, East 7th Street. Coming to D1, baby. Um, taking over Dr. Leon Lester's practice. Um, it'll be Harlow Dental at 7th Street. So uh, for those in and around the uptown communities, the district. Elizabeth Eastover in D1. I'm buying the property, too, so I will now be a property owner in District 1. So watch out. Um, you know what that means. Lots of all caps <laughs> emails. <laughs> Lots. It also means I can run in District 1. No, Ooh. that's not how it works. <laughs> yeah, that is not Two how it works. Two years in and you don't know how this works. <laughs> I can live there. There's, there's a shower there. You can live in the office. <laughs> it's not zoned for that. <laughs> True. Uh, no, no, I know. I'm messing well, with them. Don't but, be bringing that um, stuff into D6. We're going there. We're, we're looking at a practice in the university area. Um, if you know dentists that are older, looking to retire, that should have retired 10 years ago in the recession... <laughs> Let them know. You're loose uh, cannon. <laughs> like you've hey, you so, offered it, man. You've been so tight for two years. like, And you come in here now, and you were burning it down, man. That's how we're going to do Just wait so, till, just so wait till any, next Monday. <laughs> if, you, uh, if you see a dentist, um, please go up to him. To, like, just put your him. arm around him, but then feel his heart rate. If it feels weak, <laughs> I need you to call me immediately. <laughs> 
Arlo looking for distressed properties. (laughs) Situationally distressed owners is what he's looking for. I will say this uh, in in closing for real, though. Um, You know, a lot of people don't understand what really goes into this work. Um, Mm. and, And this city really does have... 10, probably 11 really good <laughs> council members um, <laughs> up here. No, and a great mayor. Um, 11 really strong folks who, who love their communities, who come here County to work the all the time. <laughs> 12 with the mayor. Um, who love this community and, you know, go and sacrifice, you know, so much of their evening and, and daytime life as well. And their spouses take a lot of the brunt of that. And if you have kids, they take a lot of that sacrifice on them. And so folks don't understand sometimes what we put into this um, and what others, our loved ones have to put in or mm-hmm. what they don't get back um, from us being able to pursue this passion. So for those that are thinking about running for office or those that, that you know, think that, oh, we're just up here and we're getting all these perks and we're not doing anything, um, you know, I would, I would really challenge that and then say, you know, walk a day in our shoes or walk a week in the shoes up here. Um, there's a lot of challenges in the com- this community, a lot of resources, uh, not as many resources to meet all of those challenges. And so we, everyone up here does the best they can every day to try to serve this community the best we can. That's so true, man. Well, we have enjoyed working with you. Um, on behalf of all of, and I'm speaking for them, on behalf of all the Asians in town, we appreciate your work and helping us stay in place. <laughs> What about the Republicans? Yeah, and them too, man. Half of them. No, we're not cool with you. (laughs) I know. My vote, that vote is uh, something else, right? Anyway, uh, appreciate you guys. Glad to be back on here. Didn't think I was going to get back on here, but uh, I'll stay, I'll stay a listener for sure. And uh, maybe comment here and there when you're live on Facebook. You should play this mandatory listening for people getting dental work. You know, we we can maybe work. Put them to sleep instantly. Instant. Instant sedation dentistry. (laughs) R&D in the QC. We'll miss you, man. Hey, man. Miss you guys Enjoy the two years and look forward to. Continuing to uh, keep track of what you're doing in, in Charlotte, we know you are far from done with your community service. It will just take a different form now. So, best of luck, brother. Hey guys, man, look look forward to watching y'all grow here too, man. All Thank right, y'all. that was it. 82, we're out.